Africa Report with Jean-Jacques Cornish. Bonjour, Jean-Jacques. Bonjour, Kino. So lots of grandstanding by the Libyan Prime Minister saying, oh, you take that tanker out, we're going to blow it to smithereens. Now the Libyan Prime Minister ousted. Well, the tanker went out, got into the open sea, and then evaded uh, this uh, flotilla following it. So there's huge embarrassment. Of course, we do have the United States saying anybody who buys that oil is going to suffer sanctions because it is stolen. But uh, a vote of no confidence in Ali Zedan, given his best to the premiership. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was among one of those people kidnapped at one point. But, however, he now has travel restrictions. Best, the Libyans have taken the best, too. There are financial uh, irregularities being investigated against him. Defence Minister Abdullah Al-Tani is the new Prime Minister. You know, there are militia still operating all over Libya, so we don't know if they are going to accept this decision. It's all up in the air there. Now, I see Sudanese troops kill a protesting Darfur student. Well, you know, there's a renewed violence in Darfur and renewed displacement. 20,000 people displaced, we're told. Students in Khartoum, Darfurians in Khartoum, that have a protest on campus saying there's silence about this. We need to pinpoint this. We need to highlight it, show what's happening. They go to the streets, move from the campus to the streets where the troops fire on them, injuring some and killing one. So the Darfur situation continues. Once the world's worst human rights field. Oh, now, I'm sick and tired of hearing these stories. I mean, we have to talk about it, obviously, but you've got a Congolese MP now pushing to criminalise homosexuality. From the Parti Travailles, from the Workers' Party of Congolese, uh, this MP, Steve Mbikani, he's saying that he wants to uh, criminalise homosexuality. He's one of the 37 African, 37 out of the 53 African countries where it is criminalised. Congolese being one where it is not. Now he wants to bring it into line. Will this pass? The fact is that following Uganda's lead, because it is a vote catcher, there is a a latent homophobia in the population, and they think it is a popular thing to be doing. Really, as you say, quite sickening. Now, are you saying more than half the countries on this continent uh, have outlawed homosexuality? Yes, indeed, 37 of them. 37 in Africa, 77 around the world. That is who South Africa is going to to find out what on earth is happening. We still haven't said anything, of course, about Uganda. It's disgusting. I mean, what does that say about the continent? Uh, Almost a rhetorical question there. One thing, I mean, you live in Pretoria. We had a lady from Sunningdale phoning in saying that with the e-tolls, a lot of people now getting stuck in the the, the little arteries on the sideways trying to, to bypass those tolls. Are you experiencing that as well? Well, I'm not. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the east of the, thing, uh, the city and I get into the main city occasionally. I don't have a problem. It's just that, you know, here, even in Watford Cliff, which is one of the more salubrious areas, we're all earning our PhDs here at the moment, you know, which is pothole dodging. Hey, Va- Va- Watford Cliff, like, eh? I better be reporting on Africa. <laughs> change, yeah. change. And the poor, the poor guys moving on those smaller roads, they yeah. must be coming apart. Uh, So with this rain, they really are going to be suffering big time. JJ Cornish there with your Africa report. And we're going to be looking into these toll roads in more detail. We're going to have to ask about what happened to that money, Uh, the Huguenot Tunnel money. What's happened to it? Why do we need another toll? And what is it going to cost should they get the court order to go ahead?